welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney, <laughs> where we talk about the do-do's and the don't-do's of personalized learning. What's, what? You like, so you have one week on your own and you're so like, Courtney's doing back. The whole thing. <laughs> she's back and she's right across the table from me. Welcome, Courtney. Hey. We had some nice time off. Uh, from the pod a little bit. <laughs> from the bit. pod, yeah. But, uh, you know, we did a, an interview, and I uh, hope you enjoyed your time off. I I thoroughly enjoyed my, my time. I, it wasn't really time off, but my time away from the gotcha. podcast was nice. Um, well, I can say that me yeah. and my listeners miss you tremendously. Aww. Aww. Aww, loves. So now we're back. Yeah, the interview was great. Well, thank you. It was really good. And I thought it was, it tickled me every time that he was like, "You, I'm on my favorite podcast. I was like, oh my God, that's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I know. It's like, wow, people do listen to us. What? And it's funny because, oh, well, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, okay. So, um... We're back and we're going to talk about things today. Yeah. Yes. We've got some things to talk about. Yeah. So you just brought something up a few minutes ago when we were trying to figure out which way to go today. Yeah. So why don't you go with this? Sure. So I um, ran some professional development earlier this week that was all about uh, conferring. So having conferences with learners, specifically in reading and writing workshops. But... Um, as the teachers and I ended up discussing, the idea of conferring is something that can happen in, in any classroom. And it's really, it's not um, specific to reading or writing workshop. It's just, it's one-on-one -on -one instruction um, that is laser-like in focus. Okay. Yeah, like what? So, and this is kind of what I was thinking about, how... This is one of like the ahas the teachers had. At the end of the day, I, so at the start of the day, I always ask teachers to kind of write down what are their questions. Like, why are you here? What is it you want to get out of this? Um, so that I can kind of tailor things if questions come up that I wasn't expecting or wasn't planning on answering. Um, and then at the end of the day, I ask them kind of like, what's the big things they're taking away? Like pretty typical PD stuff, you know, which – by the way, are things you should be doing in your classrooms, too. Intent. Hint, hint, to steal the moves of your professional developers. Um, so one of, uh, a couple of the teachers remarked how, um, while it, it, it's like, it's always this, it's like, it shouldn't feel like new learning, right? It shouldn't be an aha, but it is. Um, just that uh, they don't have to teach everything to a learner in a conference and that it's much more effective and meaningful to just teach the learner one thing in a conference. That's really, it seems like that would be really hard to change, right? Yeah. Because you're trying to teach the kids so you want to give them everything you possibly can. Exactly. And maybe they'll get some of it. And that, right. That usually fails, right? Yeah, it really doesn't work that well. Right. It's like scattershot, right? It's like, yeah, we want to throw everything at them, but what do we know about learning? Well, <laughs> like one thing we know is that you have to be in the zone of proximal development for anything to actually stick. Right. And when you're just doing that scattershot, like, oh, I'm looking at your work and I see like 20 things that I know that I think you need, so I'm going to give you every all of them, none of them stick. Right. So, so focus on one thing. one thing. And that's also how you keep, I mean, this is, an, I guess, an aside, but that's also how you keep conferences short. 
Right, which I think would be more effective, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of some uh, trainings that I've been to this week that, you know, people are reading the slides to me and it's like, oh my God, I can read, <laughs> you know, why don't you just hit the high point of the slide and right. let me kind of just soak that in while you blah, blah, blah the rest. Right. Or I can just read it. Um, but I'm looking for those one thing. So, so you're saying those conferences could be shorter if you don't throw everything, it's just one thing. Yeah. It could be in really any subject. Any right? su- it can be any subject. I'm trying to think any of subject. being my, uh, you know, my math teacherness. Sure. If I have the, if, if I see a bunch of things wrong, <laughs> you said, uh, you see all these 20 you things You see wrong. all it's of like, them. Yeah, I see all those things. But if I want to really focus on what the kid is doing, mm-hmm. I can focus on one particular thing, give them some tips, and move on. Yes. And let them practice on that one. Yes, right? okay. exactly. Yeah, so the idea in a conference for um, listeners who aren't familiar with um, the concept of a conference, it's it's one-on-one instruction. They should last no longer than five or six minutes, which, like, that right there gets people stressed out because of that, because they want to teach everything. Right. Um, the it's right now instruction so i mentioned zpd zone of proximal development earlier so the idea of a conference is that you figure out what a learner needs right there in that instant that is going to give them the most leverage for moving forward with their work and that's what you give them and you you let the rest of the stuff go for now for now right for now yeah right because we'll eventually get around to those those things that kids need yep but just not right then. No, when they're ready for it. And that's, um, and I think, so the other thing that came up is that, like, that's a paradigm shift right there. And that's, that's like the essence of personalized learning, is that we're giving the learners what they need right now. We know the trajectory. We know all of the skills they should have and will be learning. Um, but it's more important where they are at this point in time and what they need right now than everything else on that trajectory. Okay, so I'm gonna try to make an analogy here. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know, this could be trouble. The math guy makes an analogy. Okay, so I'm at the grocery store. Okay. And I need to make supper tonight. Yep. So I'm going to get just the things I need for supper tonight. Yep. Because I wanna make it a, a really good good meal. So I'm just gonna get my my salad and my toppings or whatever. Sounds like an do. awesome meal. So far, so good, right? <laughs> I'll be very generic there. But I don't need to go to the store and pick up everything I need for the next three weeks. No. And spend all that money on stuff that's going to go bad because I'm going to plan out all my fresh-made meals for the next three weeks and I get it all at once. Right. Yeah, let's take this analogy a little deeper. So, like, nice. let's it's say... Kind of, sounds like it's working. It's working. It's yes. a, it's a, it's working. Let's say you're... It, it's cooking, right? Okay, so you're working on cooking. There was cooking there, There's yes. cooking involved, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's go with chicken, right? Okay, nice. so... <laughs> yes. So you're ready. You, you want to cook, like, a basic chicken meal, right? I do. Okay. So um, you decide to go with like some boneless, skinless chicken breasts, you know, just sauteed in some olive oil, garlic, salt, and pepper. Sounds fantastic. It's going to be yummy. It's better than my salad and some toppings. It's way better than your salad (laughs) and some toppings. (laughs) So, So, yeah, so you don't go pick up the recipe 
for chicken cordon bleu. And you don't go no. get the re- you know all the ingredients for chicken cordon bleu and you don't ask or seek out help for chicken cordon bleu. No. No, no. you don't. But I that just would make dinner. You just wanted dinner and you're ready for you know, some seared chicken with olive oil, garlic, salt. Apparently, and I may not be ready, but we'll just. No, you can get totally do that. that. You can do okay. it. But <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's it's similar. Like the thing falling down here is that there's no one teaching you how to make your dinner. Like there's no one helping you. You know, it would be weird if, like, you know, you know what it would be? It would be like if you like really had no clue and like were you you went into the grocery store and like talked to like the meat counter dudes and were like, I want to make this tonight. And they were like, oh, great. But then in their heads, they're like, oh, well, the next thing is roast chicken. And then the next thing is like stuffed chicken. And then after that, it's chicken cordon bleu and on and on. And they started giving you all of the information and recipes about all of that. And you're just saying they're going, what? Uh, it's and then you leave with your sad salad and toppings because you couldn't take in all the information about the chicken. Just to be clear, I like salad and <laughs> toppings. <laughs> but yes, I think that's that's a really good way to put it. Is that I want I needed this to do what I'm sorry, I needed to listeners. do. No, this is really good. I'm just wondering how I'm going to write up these show notes now. So. The, so I needed this one thing, and I got overwhelmed with like eight things I didn't you necessarily didn't, need. You didn't need. You weren't and ready for it. I walk away with less clue than I had before. And now yes. I'm all confused. Yes. And I don't even know where to go next. Yes. But if they just give me that one recipe and here's how you do this, right? I can walk away and, and make that and practice that, obviously. Yeah. And, and go from there. Yeah. And then one day you'll go back and you'll be like, oh, that chicken was awesome. I think I'm ready to take it to the next yeah, level. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Oh, so good. Winning analogy. I'm winning. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, I've got this recipe for Chardonnay chicken you're just going to love. We'll put that in the show notes, too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, think, I think the title is just Chicken Cordon Blue. <laughs> Let people figure it out. Okay, that totally yeah. works. Well, so, I but, like that. Yeah, I like but that. that's – it's um, – we get really – yeah, so it, that, it, that's 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 the paradigm shift of personalized learning is right. that it's not about everything we think they need to they should learn or have to learn. It's what the learner is ready for. Right, and I think that's the shift, right? Because yeah. as teachers, we want to give all this information to the kids and, and help them get better. You know, yeah, that's why we all became teachers is we want to help kids get better whatever we're teaching. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. But we can we I think sometimes we've overwhelmed the kids. Totally, with just too much information because we're yeah. so excited about giving this them this information, and they're gonna love it because we love it. And all of a sudden, it gets like <laughs> we we all yeah. walk away like, what is going on? <laughs> what here? just happened? So I think that yeah. that shift of it's not about what I need to give to the learners, but what does a learner need to get from me? Yeah, and that's really the focus of what this these this conference method could be yeah you know one thing one thing and move on and move on right and move on um yeah and so the like oh there's so many other pieces to this too but like another paradigm shift or another attitude shift maybe not a paradigm another attitude shift that makes this work is operating from um growth rather than deficit or um I, I don't remember the word I want right now. But so it's recognizing what learners can do. Right. 
rather than what they can't do. This, this seems to really go along, along well with the conferences, but it's also, as you said, it's another paradigm shift, right? Because a lot of the times we look at yeah. all the things that kids have done wrong right. and we want to fix them. Yes. We say, Courtney, well, you can't do this, this, and this, but here's how you fix it. Right. You know, that's all sounds like it's really good intention. Yeah. But it's about why, what if we turned out like, Courtney, you can, this, this is, this and this and this is great. You know, how about we try these things and make those even better? Yes, exactly. Right? And yeah. that's, that's just a subtle shift. Right. But that really puts the kid in a, mind, a mindset that, okay, I'm really good at this. Yeah. And now I'm going to make this better. Right. Instead of I'm terrible at this and I just, I need to work hard. Yeah. To get better at it. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. What are we doing? I know. Right. And so the last thing I want to say about this is, you know, for listeners out there going like, yeah, it totally makes sense conferring like, you know, or those of you being like, yes, I do it, but I never have time to meet all the kids. Well, so that's something else to let go of is that you're not going to confer or have a conference with every learner every day in every class. It's just not going to happen. Um, At the same time, stop talking for 20 minutes. Stop talking for half an hour at the start of class. 10 minutes, 12 minutes, stop. And be done. Be done. Let the learners work. That's how you get the time for the conferences. And the conferences are the most important part of personalized learning. Sounds like that's what we did with our podcast from the beginning when we had an hour and a half of yapping. And we're now we're down to 15 minutes. I, well, I miss some of our pieces still. <laughs> I do. Oh, we're going to come back because I had actually had one of our listeners – uh, talked to me yesterday about having the occasional extended versions. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because they do miss them, they say. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So I was like, Psst. That would be cool, it's an occasional extended for, version. for like a long time instead of these like these short hits. Yeah, we're not yeah, doing yeah. that this week, so we're almost done. No, okay. Okay. But we will do that. Yeah, that'll be good. I like having uh, like the occasional interviews, too. So we've got a bunch of interviews lined up nice. that are coming out in the future. Future. So, uh, <laughs> in the year two thousand, uh, yeah, in yeah, the year up in the twenty first century. Uh, so, so since we're almost done here, the, so today's it was great. We talked about cooking. We talked about conferences. So I want to just like shortly rant. Remember, we used to have like rant corner. I missed the teacher rant. That's right. one of the things, but no one wanted to rant because everyone's afraid. I'm I'm gonna go right here. Rant. I, I'm gonna rant right here. So I was I was uh, I was somewhere the other the the other day when they talking about uh, 21st century learning, right? Guiding principles, all that mm-hmm. 21st century learning, and I'm like, you know, why are we talking about 21st century? It's 2018 now, right? It is. Why don't we talk about 22nd century learning and really think forward? Right on, Matt. Okay, you're not as good news as I thought you might be. <laughs> no, I am. I, well, you know what it is? It's like, I don't know what to call it because I agree. I don't like the anything century because eventually. That's why it's 22nd, 22nd. <laughs> oh, that makes it better. That makes all the difference. <laughs> 22nd century. Oh, right? you know. Flying cars. We're sending Jetsons. a car to Mars right now. Well, it's not actually going to drive or anything when it means. lands it's going to meet matt damon <laughs> and his potato crop right no i guess i don't like any of the labels given to these innately human it's a buzzword dispi- dispositions and abilities 
we hate buzzwords. Is yeah, remember going? the tote bag that was going to have like all the the words and phrases that we hate, and that was going to be like <laughs> right. our listeners could buy it to help. I still help. have some of those buttons on my, de- on my <laughs> board over here that Courtney has given me. Number one teacher. <laughs> I think we're getting off the rails here. So I think we're yeah. Okay. Fun. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, this has been great. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at PLearnMC. On Facebook and Insta at uh, PLearnMC. <laughs> and onto our website at PLearnMC.com where you can add stuff to our parking lot yeah. and give us ideas for either podcast, whole mm-hmm. entire podcast, or just questions you want answered. Right on. Uh, so come and visit us. Yeah. And I'm at BelowLNC. Matt is at Eat Sleep Stats. For all your nonsense. On <laughs> Mine's full of nonsense. Courtney's is really good. Aw. Yeah. Mine's not. If you want, if you want more rants, just follow me. If not, just follow the podcast. Way better. All right, all right. Bye, everybody. We'll talk next time.